Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Nanette is about to come on and blow your mind as far as how you can attract and create, manifest, and just play and dance and sing and live this epic life with your soulmate clients. And what is a soulmate client? How do you attract that person and create that person in your life? Stick around. This is going to be a powerful interview that opens up all kinds of possibilities for you. Before that, I just want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be your greatest possible self. And specifically, I would love to meet up with you in person at Meant for More Live coming up here in April 24th, 25th, and 26th. It is uh, Petia Kolibova's event, a women's empowerment event here in Las Vegas. And it's going to be a freaking blast. So would love to meet you there. I'm going to be emceeing, I believe, and uh, speaking, having a lot of fun. So would love to see you there. And again, it's in Las Vegas. Go to meantformore.live and you'll be able to see the details on that. So thanks in advance, and I look forward to seeing you. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Inspiration J, or J Inspiration, greatest possible podcast. Chris is committed to being his best, his guests being their best, and his audience being inspired to take action to transform their lives. J Inspiration, 100%. I am, I am, I am. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. I'm going to introduce Nanette in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be the fire that ignites you and, uh, and your business. So stick around, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Because this woman, man, she is she's just well connected. Got introduced to her by former two former uh, marathon guests, Maximilian and uh, Aaron's about to come on in the future, actually. So she's a prospective marathon guest. But Nanette Minley, this woman is amazing. She supports supports healers, coaches, and visionary creators as they structure their offers, clarify their message, and call in soulmate clients via social media in a way that makes them feel alive and aligned. In her 10 plus years of marketing online, she has discovered that most marketing problems are due to a lack of clarity or mistaken beliefs about what marketing really needs to look like. Because of this, she has devoted her career to ushering in a new paradigm for marketing for everyone who is ready to grow their business without fake scarcity, shaming tactics, or aggravating pain points. Can I get a Amen. Nanette, we are about to rock this house. Are you ready to bring it, girl? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. We are live and become your greatest possible self, Nanette. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Thank you for being here and sharing your, your time, your energy, your wisdom, your experience with us and our audience. We're going to dive right in. The theme of the day is you are meant for more. What does that mean for you, Nanette? I love that because I think that when people are creating their business, which is a lot of what I'm talking about today, yep. they they have that sensation within them, like this isn't right, the nine to five grind isn't totally fulfilling. And there's a moment that people I think have to have with themselves where 
they do come to that realization that they are meant for more and that they not only have to like wish it like wish that they had more or like want more there's more of like a purpose that like kind of engages at that point and then they can actually go and take the action to create the more right so i love that because i think a lot of people you know keep it really general with that kind of statement oh you're meant for more but it's like actually when you engage like all of yourself including your imagination but also your action Mm. then you can actually have more it's oh. it's not super complicated, but mm. we have to have both sides of that. So that's what it means it. to me. I love it. Engage everything. You're you're embodying who mm-hmm. you're being to create that yeah. that more. And also, I, I heard like I don't, I don't know if disgust is the right word, but you're like no more. Like I'm I'm not going to be that way anymore. I'm not going to tolerate that yes. anymore. Like that old version of me is done. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And like, this is who the F I am just like claiming that and owning that. And like, there's a, there's a transformation that happens. That's there, such so. a vibe for me right now. Like <laughs> that's such a vibe for me. I totally resonate with this. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Annette. So I mentioned in your bio about who you are, what you stand for, what your clients come to you for. And mm-hmm. in your own words, why don't you just dive into that a little bit deeper and share uh, what you're bringing to your clients today? Sure. Yeah. So I work with a lot of people who maybe they have like a story or a message to bring to the world and they know that they're here to do something important. They know that they are meant for more. They know that they have some sort of purpose, but they tend to either fall in line with what everybody else is doing when they're creating their business Mm -hmm. or not create their business. It's kind of like one or the other. And so when they fall in line, especially as people who are here as visionaries, it actually takes things and and doles them out so much that they're no longer having the impact that they want to have. So what I mean is if they believe that they're here to share their message, but someone's telling them to not give too much away with Mm. their marketing or their content, then they find themselves at odds in those kinds of situations. And so a lot of what my work is, is is like asking questions when my, when my clients are doing things like kind of unconsciously, like, Oh, well, I can't say that. I'm like, well, why, you know, why can't you say that? Do you believe that when people are investing with you, they're investing in your content? Or are they investing in being in your energetic field? Are they investing in being in your vibe, right? And like having you hold them accountable to a certain vibration, because that's what I believe is happening, whether you're a healer or a coach, or really just hold space for any kind of transformation. And so I believe that the people that resonate with me and a lot of people that resonate with you have to market a different way. Like we just have to market a different way. Otherwise, we're going to like dilute the potency of our marketing and then ultimately shoot ourselves in the foot by not having enough clients because everything just feels off. And so that's what I do a lot of that, but it's honestly troubleshooting. So if I find somebody who has plateaued or who, um, you know, has, has had inconsistent results financially in their business and all of that, we normally like we did, we figure out, okay, is it a, is this something to do with the offer? Is it with how you relate to your own offer, which is Mm. part of what I hope to talk about with you today. And even, even more than that, like, what are your beliefs around your content marketing? Do you believe you have to have a funnel before you even know what you're doing with that funnel? I actually love funnels, but most of the time people are implementing into their business at the wrong time, in the wrong order, without any kind of idea or intention. And so um, I help people like really analyze all of their marketing decisions through the lens of intuition, through the lens of like real clear vision for themselves. So there's nothing in their business that's unconscious and nothing in their business that's, you know, just there because someone said it should be there. Like everything is where it should be because you want it to be there. Right. So I hear, I hear the alignment in Mm -hmm. everything and not, Mm -hmm. not allowing, um, 
misalignment or fear or exhaustion, tired because I have right. to force mm-hmm. um, constriction that doesn't right. enter in because we're so intentional about yeah. how the fuck do I feel right now? Am exactly. I bringing every bit of me to my right. business or am I holding something back because right. I believe something or because I feel some a certain way about something? So right. I hear, like really like total alignment. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and I hear a lot of this with clients when it comes to like they're multi-passionate or they've had a lot of different interests or even different facets of their personality that they feel they're not allowed to bring in, you know, like yeah. for example, yeah. I, a lot of people that I work with are like spiritual yeah. entrepreneurs Super woo. and then they feel <laughs> like they can't charge high ticket or they feel yeah. like they can't, you know, charge for certain things. And I'm like, okay, so we got to like do a lot of reckoning there and yeah. like just really examining where these beliefs come from. And a lot of them are just there from, centuries ago like when healers didn't make money you know and I was like okay but that was a different time they were supported in this other way you know Mm -hmm. like it was different and so I truly believe like in having like satisfaction like throughout your business and I and alignment is a is a really like on point word right now but for me it's even like deeper into like a sense of satisfaction when it comes to Mm -hmm. the services that you're providing the way that you're marketing the people that you're talking to it should all it all gets to feel Mm -hmm amazing and there's this belief that like oh you gotta sacrifice here you gotta like you know deal with this un you know awesome thing over here but I'm like but do you really and I don't necessarily believe that there's no parts of business that are going to be difficult that's not the point it's just it should all be energizing it should all be satisfying you should be anchored enough into your vision where if you do get into those parts where they're a little bit more boring like filing LLC paperwork you're doing your taxes which we need to do right um, you're still hyped because yeah. you know that this is a part of your vision. You know, this is a part of like your big thing that you're building into the world, you know? And so that's, that's the ideal. That's like the ultimate transformation that I, from end to end that I help people with. I love it. Right on, mm-hmm. right on 1212 for, for yeah. us. I love it. You're, you're an hour ahead, but you know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so this is gold. I want to go back into your journey and talk about why, why you got inspired to do marketing and, mm-hmm. um, you know, really just go down this path first. Like how did your intuitive abilities develop? Did you have those experiences before marketing with marketing after marketing? Tell us. That's a great question. So <laughs> I have just always been good at marketing. Like yeah. Since I was a child, like very, it. very young, I've had some sort of business. Um, I made my first $5 like cleaning up my neighbor's backyard. She had some like stuff fall down from her tree. But then after that, I was like buying candy and flipping it. I was always <laughs> doing something. And I found that I thought rather, I thought that my, my skills were sales, which mm-hmm. I am pretty good at sales. Like I'm not bad at it, but I understand sales and marketing in a very different way from most people. It's always been very experiential for me. Like everything that would contribute to someone making a decision on buying something from you is marketing. Like it's all a part of it. And I learned that really like a lot more intensely when I worked for Apple. So I worked for Mm -hmm. Apple in like my mid twenties or earlier twenties rather um, for a brief time, maybe like a year and a half. And while I was there, we, we talked a lot about like maintaining the store you know, making sure everything looked a certain way and making sure we carried a certain energy. And so that's when it started to click for me that this way that, you know, the way that I was looking at marketing is actually how some high level corporate, like corporations are marketing. Yeah. They're thinking about the experience. And so that's what like kind of clicked this all in place for me. I was always into personal development, 
Um, I was always into marketing, but I didn't really allow myself to experience the woo aspect of it until the end of 2016, when at this point I was running something for artists. It was like marketing for artists or something like that. <laughs> I've switched niches, but I've always been talking about marketing. And I had a psychic join my group, like super randomly. She was an artist, but she was also psychic. She reached out to me and she's like, I have to talk to you. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she talked to me and said, you're supposed to work with spiritual entrepreneurs. And I said, wow. what? <laughs> me? I had not really put anything. I talked about vision boarding. You know what I mean? But that was like it. Right. So when she told me this, I was honestly scared. I was like, I feel, I'm thinking and immediately go into scarcity. Like those people don't like to spend anything. <laughs> they, they don't like to charge for anything. What am I going to do? And there was just a lot of fear. Sure. But when she said it, I remembered like feeling that she was right. Like, I just was, I agree with you. I just know. Right. And I went to later learn that I have like clear cognizance, which I didn't mm -hmm. know what the name was or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it was one of those things where I just believed her. Mm -hmm. And so it was at the end of the year, 2016, I shut everything down. And 2017, I started with spiritual entrepreneurs. So then from there, I started to intentionally develop my intuition, like learning about tarot and learning about other things. Um, but I've just been marketing with those people. And a lot of them just been following me through all these different things. And I'm finally, you know, like in their niche. So they're like, yes, you know, it's kind of been a, a really cool journey so far. Damn. I love it. I love it. Um, let's start diving in to these, to these intuitive spiritual entrepreneurs and especially mm -hmm. attracting their soulmate clients like where do you yeah. feel that they are, are getting not hitting the mark on that specifically yeah so my biggest like i've been talking about this for since i started yes. spiritual entrepreneur marketing so several years now and almost every single time that i've talked to someone about this or they're having a challenge mm -hmm. it's almost always that they feel that they have to be a certain way or package themselves a certain way or offer something a certain way mm. that they're trying to figure out. And it's always like this looking for the key, looking for the pill, looking for the right combination or formula outside of themselves, right? Yeah. So they're downloading freebies, they're downloading everything under the sun to try to make it work. And they think, oh, this is it. But it's never going to be it. Even if the, even if the strategy would be amazing for you, if you don't have clarity around how you want to engage your soulmate clients, who they are, and like where they're at in their journey, that's none of, none, none of the strategies are going to do anything for you. And so people are really skipping the clarity. They're skipping the decision rather. Um, it is clarity and decision, but they go right into strategies and then they screw themselves up. They kind of put the cart before the horse. Damn. So that's where I think a lot of people are missing the mark. They start to, they roll on the offensive. They go, I got to go, I got to mm. market, I got to like get the people. But it's like, what people, where, <laughs> who are they? And they're like, anybody who fits this, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. We got to <laughs> clarify that. Who do you want to work with? Mm. Who feels like, who energizes you? Who like brings the best out of you? That's your soulmate client. Wow. And so I so. think having a foundation of discovering that, that's important. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. soulmate client, I've heard that before, before you, I haven't really dove into it too much, but I've also heard a lot more of target audience and avatar. Can you tell us a little bit more about the difference between them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to talk about this. So 
when I hear ideal, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to start with niches really quick because that's like a really important one. Okay. I believe that your niche is developed and cultivated over time, okay. over multiple offers, over multiple, you know, like campaigns. You don't just decide what your niche is um, because again, cart before the horse, yeah. your, your niche will form. But when, when it comes to the difference between ideal audience and like, you know, ideal client and a soulmate client. They're just nowhere on the same field. I believe that soulmate clients are cosmically connected, right. you know? And so what I mean is if you are inspired to create something, Chris, somebody somewhere is inspired to buy it or yeah. engage in it in some way. And I believe that to be true. I believe that's how the world continues to move us forward is like a progression, you know, and it's speeding up because people are actually following their intuitive impulses, which is fabulous, <laughs> right? And that's how we're here. That's how I'm here. That's how you're here. That's I'm right. sure of it, right? That's right? So this progression has sped up, but I think it's because, you know, people are starting to believe it, right? Mm -hmm. But the soulmate client is the person on the other end of your creative spark, right? So mm -hmm. it's it's the person, it's it it is kind of an avatar in a sense because mm -hmm. there's going to be a group of people. But more specifically, you're building a soulmate like client avatar per product it's yep. not per your whole business that's where the niche cultivates like i said right. it's just for this offer and this is important because everybody that you and i would be talking to or anybody who's listening to this their client is on a journey right they're on a transformational or healing journey hmm. and so when you think about journeys there's points to a journey right yeah. there's a part at the beginning where it's just a mess and everything's <laughs> everywhere and there's a part where they've gotten to, you know, they've gotten some clarity. Now they know what they want and so on and so forth. Everybody's on a journey. And so when you decide who your soulmate client is for a particular offer, then you're, you're pinpointing a part of that journey. What, what beliefs are they holding right there? Mm. What intentions are they holding right there? What feels easy for them? What feels difficult for them? Because um, a lot of people will just say, oh, what are their pain points? I don't necessarily, you don't need those because mm -hmm. they're being people in the transformation industry, the healing industry, the coaching industry are being driven by growth. They're not like, Oh geez, I better get away from this pain. They're like, I want to embody this thing. I yes. want to grow into that thing. And so utilizing pain points in the coaching and healing industry makes literally no sense to me. <laughs> like I just don't even, I wish it would just go away, Jeez. but there are challenges, right? But yep. your, but your soulmate client is coping somehow. Mm. They have to be because you haven't created the thing yet. So figuring out where they're at, where they're going, what they want right now, and how they perceive their challenges isn't a really important part of this. So that's the difference. The ideal client is just like someone I'd ideally like to work with. It's so vague. Yeah. Um, and people normally write things like their age or their demographic or their gender. And I'm like, man, I have clients who are 55 and 18, but they're <laughs> yeah. similar points in their journey because yeah. people wake up at all sorts of times. Wow. So I just, I like to delineate and move away from just like the demographics yeah. and move more into where are they at on their journey? What do they desire? What do they crave out of life? So I love this. I, I wanted to dive into this. Um, for me, what's really worked well to attract people and things into my life, uh, mm -hmm. it's been been like specific about the person. So, for example, it's like like creating mm -hmm. an identity for them. For example, yeah. I had this um, determined David who I created. I created this mm -hmm. this guy and uh, was talking about him on the marathon, right? And then like mm -hmm. a couple days later, like I attract a guy named David, and he ends up joining my mastermind, right? Because like Brilliant. I created mm -hmm. this this soulmate. Mm -hmm persona being right like this one person versus mm -hmm. saying hey it's like 
um, across a lot of different people like them, right? You might, someone mm -hmm. might say, I want to attract them versus I want to attract him or I want to attract her. Mm -hmm. Right. And I attracted yeah. Katia, my, my girlfriend, because I said her, because of this woman, yeah. not, not all possibilities, but I knew right. the, the things that would make the difference. I'm curious, how does someone, um, like speak into existence or manifest that soulmate client once they are crystal mm -hmm. clear on where they're at in the journey, because yeah. that can be a variety of different person, right? right? So how do they do that? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is having the courage to be specific. Mm. So a lot of times when people are, are saying them or anybody who, and then right, some right, other right. thing, it comes from this place of like, please, I hope there's somebody out there yeah. that fits this demographic or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you're specific, like you were with David and Petya, like, you know that they're out there. It's yeah. coming from a totally different place energetically. Mm. It, and yeah. so I think that this is really parallel to how you would do it in a business. It's not, are there clients out there for me? Is my soulmate client real? It's, mm. hey, this is my soulmate client. There's seven whatever billion people on the planet. I'm sure they will find me soon. And yeah. that level of certainty and the courage that it takes to be specific, I think are like really what you need to engage at that point oh, yeah. in order to attract your person. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And this, again, this applies anywhere because I was think, like talking, we're talking about clients, but it also could mm -hmm. apply to your love life. It also could apply yep. to, um, let's say like a, a sponsor or an investor in something as mm -hmm. well, like yep. identifying where is this person at along their journey so that they would want right. to invest in me or let's say a, a mentor or a business coach, right. like any, any mm -hmm. being, anything, anything mm -hmm. you want to attract in your life. I'm curious just to, for, for fun, um, mm -hmm. talking about objects, manifesting a car, mm -hmm. manifesting a house. How, mm -hmm. how would you relate to that and the journey that that thing has yeah. been on, so to speak? No, that's a really great question. Um, so I'm currently working on manifesting some awesome things yeah. myself. Yeah. And in terms of like, if I'm looking at these two situations and making a parallel, mm -hmm. I think that again, the specific is a really important part, but almost like once I've decided what that thing is or who that person is or whatever, yeah. I'm going to then turn back inward and say, okay, is there any part of me that's not energetically ready for that? Or is there mm. any part of me that's not open to that? Right. And we do this at a, in a very strategic way in business too. Like if you want to be bringing in $20,000 a month, is that even possible? Do you have mm. the processing power? Do you mm. have the offers? Do you have the space? Right. So we bring it back inward and say, do I have the capacity to receive that thing right now or that client? And normally in the process of becoming ready, they show up, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the thing. It's like a lot of times we'll energetically repel wow. what it is that we're trying to create because we don't feel ready for it. And even if you are ready for it, just double checking and making sure, hey, actually, I have an onboarding system. I know exactly what's going to happen the moment that they say yes. I have a flow. Yep then then it's a lot easier to get there. But I think that, that the unknowns, the little unknowns, they still mm. trip us up sometimes. So I just like to do an, an audit internally and say, is there any part of me that's scared to have this, mm. that doesn't feel ready for this, mm. that you know is just resistant to it for some reason? True. And then we just go to town on dealing with that. I love that. I love that, Nanette. Mm -hmm. And especially, let's say someone wants to manifest a house, right? And like, mm -hmm. how does it feel? What is the conversation that goes on between you and the realtor when you're signing the the lease or the contract, the right. agreement or whatever, you know? Like, did mm -hmm. you role play that out in your head to be able to create that so that you feel yeah. good and you feel like you mentally rehearsed and walked through? Because chances are, if someone hasn't done that, then there might be some like skeletons in the closet, so to Pattern. speak, that we haven't yet dealt yeah, with, you know? Going, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they just fall, you fall in line. And this is where like the intentional shift comes from because like once you've actually decided what you want mm. and then done the audit and said, okay, where am I not ready for this? If you don't do, if you skip that second part or if you just go straight into trying to manifest it, what I think happens is like it'll show up nearby or close to you in some way but then it just misses the mark and 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 if and if you if it does land in your lap patterns will show up like avoidance or whatever it is for you like everyone's got their own thing but it's especially if it's something you're trying to shift out of that is repeating right so like you know if it's been if you've never had a lot of clients or you've never had consistent clients and you have someone show up in your inbox and you immediately go into oh my god like i don't want this i don't want to get too excited because it's not going to work out you know and you start kind of like yeah. Negatively yeah. preparing. Yeah. That's a perfect spot to say, okay, wait, let's like maybe rewrite the script a little bit. Wow. And I'll remember that anything can change. Every single moment of every single day is full of infinite possibility. So even if the last 20 times you had a sales call, you didn't make it, mm. who's to say this next one is the same, mm. right? So people have to really be like willing to let go of the past and willing to surrender to the present moment for sure. Wow. And you, yeah. you do this in troubleshooting with people like live mm-hmm. in, in coaching session consult consultations yeah. things like that what can you mentioned um you know what about me might still be un- energetically misaligned or not ready for this what else can we yeah. do to like put the foundation in place to attract that soulmate client to get ourselves ready to really mm-hmm. show up and be able to receive that for sure so one of the things that i like to do is to have people just brain dump yeah. who do you want to work with like just get super specific, even to the point of like, what's their style? Who do they like to, you know, who are their favorite musicians? And it's more about a vibe, right? Like you're calling out to a specific energy. And so for me, um, with my clients, I will have them like, think back to a client, like the, what was your favorite client of all time? Mm. Who was that? What did you like about them? Okay. Who's your least favorite client of all time? What was the issue there? And every single time we have a new interaction with a potential client or or a client, we continue to update that list. So we have like a working document and say, okay, so now we know that this is a standard and this is not, this is not allowed or this is welcome. Right. And so we start to use that document to create polarizing content. So we'll, you know, their marketing content is being created. They remember, oh yeah, I don't like this one particular aspect. So they'll stick it in to that post. So they don't get that again. Right. So this is like actively, moving away from those patterns. So that's one of the best like exercises that I do with people. But um, I do a lot of like journaling, taking audit, um, realizing that, you know, what are you wanting from this marketing, like really Mm. at a soul level, right? What is it that you're craving? And if we realize it's validation, we redirect that. We say, okay, how can you just validate yourself right now? Um, Is there another way to create that feeling for you? So then your marketing can be free to do what it's actually supposed to do, which is convert, you know? Um, and so just kind of separating the worth and the, you know, self value, you know, all that stuff from marketing, ironically is what I have to do a lot of times because a lot of the conversation around energetics and marketing is just entangled so bad. Like it's codependent and like, it's not like good business. And Mm -hmm. so I, a lot of the things that I'm doing with clients is separating them. It's like, yes, you have to think positive and all of those things but you also have to like write things down and like 
you know, take action. Yeah. So it's, that's, those are some things that could help for sure. That's gold. I love it. I want to dive even more into the marketing because like you're, you're great with this and Mm -hmm. speaking, um, speaking to our audiences, what do we need to do in our copywriting and the communications that we do to really, you know, capture their attention and convert Mm -hmm. that into like a conversation or a sale? Like, what do you see as the biggest components that need to be there? Um, people need to know that you can handle what they've got. Mm. So a lot of times people feel like the exception, right? Especially if they've been struggling with a particular pattern or if they've just been stuck at a certain point, they need to feel that like you can hold energy, like you can hold that energy and, and help them transcend and shift. Right. And so a lot of the issues that I'm seeing with copywriting lately is a lot of very high aspirational content, super lofty language you know, almost bordering on self-aggrandizing, which is fine, which is fine. But the issue is that it makes you kind of unapproachable, right? Mm. And I need to know that I can show up, especially for healing and like Mm. coaching, you know, at a personal level, I need to know that I can show up messy and you're going to be able to, to handle it. And so I think people are kind of dropping the ball on that aspect. There's, there's, it's good to inspire people to want more, to create more for themselves but not at the not at the expense of also making them feel safe with you, mm. right? And and safe and challenged. It's a really nice like you got to find a good balance it's with a it. Dance, yeah. And on the flip side, there's a lot of people who are doing a ton of teaching and no selling, mm. or a ton of selling and no teaching. Yeah. And so we need to know that you that you're going to actually like. If, I'm not going to buy anything from you if I don't know that you're legit, right? Mm. I don't know if you actually know your stuff. So you have to share some of your educational stuff too, but not so much that people just expect it for free all the time and they never buy anything from you. So mm-hmm. it's like, you gotta, you gotta like find a nice little balance for yourself. The actual wording, you know, within the post is going to be so different from person sure. to person, but within the coaching and healing industry, like you don't have to talk to pain points. You do not have to talk to pain points. I just, I, I'm so glad I have this platform to say that because you don't, you can talk about pleasure points. You can talk about desire points. Mm-hmm rock it out. Where do they want to go? What do they want to have? What do they want to be? Who do they want to be? Yeah. But you don't have to go into the, I see you, you feel terrible. Your life sucks. And it's like, no, like that's not, that's not a way to get anybody to buy. That just it gets people to feel bad about themselves. And that's mm. not a good place energetically for them to take their wallet out. So I'm, like, I'm, just hold I'm, space I wanted to ask, people. I wanted to ask about that, Nanette, because we talked about coping mechanisms and where they're at mm-hmm. along their journey. How do we speak to a pain or somewhere where they might be at without necessarily saying we're going to drive the pain in so that they're, uh, you know, so that they yeah. want to take action? How do we identify it, but not necessarily That's make it That's a great point. Yeah. So I like to talk in terms of behaviors okay. because a lot of, um, a lot of our soulmate clients are, are on a journey of consciousness and some of them may not be as self-aware as we think they are. Right. And so for coach and coachery world, yep. we will throw out a lot of really lofty language, like I said, and it's almost like jargon. Yeah. So when you're talking to a pain point, you don't have to say, you know, you feel like you have no sense of worth or whatever. You can talk to a behavior that would be the product of that. Yeah. So, you know, like it really just depends on the, on the service. But for me, I'll just use me as an example. It's a good, sure. good way to do it. So I wouldn't say, you know, you suck at marketing. I would say <laughs> you put out a post, you thought it was fire, but nobody bought what gives. Mm. And that's it. I don't have to go into 
your feelings. I'm not projecting. That's a, that's a big one because a lot of times people will project their like stuff onto their clients. And I'm like, no, but <laughs> looking at like the behavior at a really just surface level yeah. and then keep going. Mm. Wow. So it's the behaviors. They'll, they'll draw their own conclusions. It's, it's good too, to notice ourselves and our clients. What are the behaviors? Mm-hmm. If we look at uh, like the things that we're doing wrong, we can be super hard on ourselves. But if we simply look at, Hey, what are the behaviors that are happening in my marketing, mm-hmm. in my sales, in my coaching, in my right. business, whatever in my life, mm-hmm. what belief pattern must be there driving that, you know, what, what, yeah. I wonder what's there that would cause me to, to act, act in that way to behave in that way and like being curious about it and saying "Hmm, Mm -hmm. I wonder and not being so like beating ourselves up that that helps us too you know yeah staying curious is key because and especially in my field because people will start to tell all these stories about themselves and they just create more stuff for us to clean up and that's why I always joke around I was like maybe it's not your energy maybe it's your sales page button isn't working you know and so a lot of times people will start to pick themselves apart. What's wrong with the energy? Oh my God. You know, and they freak out. I'm like, wait a second. Let's just explore. Let's see what's going on here. And I think that in order to really master this part, you have to be validating yourself on a regular basis. Mm. Otherwise it's going to spill out into your marketing, into anything that you're trying to do, you know? Um, So that's really, that's like a really important part of all of this is like validating yourself and remembering that, Staying curious is always just literally more helpful. So yeah. just don't even go there. Just don't. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, in terms of your clients, mm-hmm. talk about structuring offers. Um, mm-hmm. What is important to have in the offer so that it sells? Like what, what have you seen really work there? Yeah. So this is more relative to the person again, which is you'll find a lot of my answers start with that. But you need to feel energized by your offer. You need to be excited to talk about it. You need to be excited to do it. It needs to be so obvious that you are in your zone of genius that it sells, you know, without really a lot of effort. But then you also have to learn to witness yourself in that flow, right? So I have, I have a whole literally three hour class on this, so I'm not going to go crazy here, but I will say, I believe that the journey, right, we're talking about our offers are particular points in that journey. So I, I like to visualize it as a yurt, right? You have a right. yurt like on a path, right. right? And what is in your yurt? Like what activities are you doing in there? What is the decor like? What's the vibe? Mm-hmm. And also what are the rules to come in here? Wow. And that's where we start to set boundaries around who our clients are. I do not work with a single person who doesn't inspire me. No. I don't. If you don't inspire me, go see somebody else. Because if I'm not inspired, I'm not going to do my best with you. Mm. And that's a standard that I've had to learn through, you know, trial and error. But that's where that soulmate client document that I was telling you about really comes in handy. So it's almost like, um, you know, you shall not pass unless you kind of meet this criteria. Mm. And that, that is what, that's where your marketing does. That's the Mm. part of your marketing. It starts to kind of lead people on their journey towards you but it also prepares them and creates moments of consciousness, moments of just deep awareness around where they're at and where they're going. Mm-hmm. So that by the time they approach your yurt, they're ready yeah. to come in, right? Because it sucks when someone's there and they're eager and they're excited, but you're, they're not ready. They're not ready. So you have to send them somewhere else or, mm. you know, not even just the finances, but like the level of work that you want to do. Right. Because for especially for business coaches, if you happen to have people that watch that are business coaches, like 
if you're bored with your clients, it's not, it's not sustainable. And that's really the driving belief under all of this. Like if you're bored, if you're not energized, it's not sustainable, especially if you're intuitive, right? Because you're always going to have more ideas that are more exciting to pursue. So if you find yourself being, you know, bored or just like not lit up by what you're doing, change it right now, literally right now, because you can't force yourself into being into something. Like you just, you know, especially at this level of work. And so it's a matter of integrity, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but the stuff to have in there is just more like, what do you feel is going to make this experience transformative? Mm-hmm. And it's going to energize you. So think about this. You're almost like your own mini little Disneyland. Yeah. Like, what are all the little stops? What are all the things that we're doing in there? And is this sufficient? to create this transformation that I'm promising. If not, let's adjust some language. Let's adjust some expectations. Um, But top priority is staying engaged and excited about the work in there. That's beautiful. And if Mm -hmm. we're attracting clients who are not um, our perfect soulmate and they don't light Mm -hmm. us up, like what, what do we need to look for? Or um, let's, let's say, especially people are attracting clients and the clients are all excited in the beginning, but then things like fizzle and like, it just, Mm -hmm. the the magic fades and like there's frustration and things like that. Like what do we need to go to work on to, to be able to transform that? I think it's radical honesty about the situation. Mm. What exactly happened? What needs to be happening that isn't happening? And can you reset, right? So mm. I've had moments like that where I've kind of like been weird. You know, it's been weird with clients. Like we skip a call and then things happen and whatever. Yep. So I just like <laughs> speak right to it. Hey, so I'm feeling a little bit weird about our dynamic right now. Uh-huh. What do you need from me? And this is a, a really helpful tool for quality assurance. Just like a quick tip for y'all. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're not asking that question from your, you know, your clients on a regular basis, there could be like resentment building up. There could be a lot of stuff building up on the back end. Wow. So just semi-frequently, I have it set up. So like I do it at the end of every month. I have a calendar yeah. reminder because otherwise I'll forget. And I'll just say, hey, you know, we've been doing this for a month. How are you feeling? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? You know, am I talking to you too much? Am I not talking to you enough? Mm. What do you need, you know, in terms of support as you're embodying this particular thing or working towards this particular thing? And then there's no unspoken awkwardness because then I call it right out. But if you find yourself just attracting clients who just generally aren't a full fit, probably go back to the drawing board with who excites you, who makes you feel like, you know, who makes you feel like you can be your full self, right? Because when I first came into this, like the spiritual aspect, I felt not spiritual enough for the spiritual folks, but also not muggle enough for the non You know, it was just like kind of in this weird space. And I've had this journey of becoming my full self in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Thank you, Saturn Return. Um, and so I've just been like more unapologetic. And I say, I want people who I could go dancing with as my clients. I want people who I could have fun with as my clients and inspire me and I would hire them yeah. you know like those are the people that I like to work with and that hasn't stirred me wrong so far so damn that's awesome that's awesome mm-hmm. I love it um what do you see as far as how social media is evolving like what do you see are the trends that we need to be paying attention to and in marketing in general it doesn't just have to be on social media yes. there's a lot of different kinds of marketing um what do you see yeah. as, as trends that are happening okay two things for sure long form searchable content YouTube blogs, podcasts, 
like the like, which you're rocking. So good job. <laughs> but like, honestly, long-term searchable content is what ends up stacking up hmm. over time. So a lot of times people will be too social with their strategy or not too social, but only social. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they don't really have any of this backend stuff building up. And they have, they have some sort of lull in their personal life or they just like don't feel as posting as much. And then their income drops, which sucks, right? right. So you need to have long-term searchable content building up. You can build it up slowly. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to go ham and do 12-hour live streams. That's, you know, that's not for everybody. But if you are like really, which is number two, disseminating that content all over the place, yep. you know, double readership, triple readership, quadruple readership. Can we make this into an Instagram story, Instagram TV video, you know, Instagram posts, Pinterest, LinkedIn, like there's one piece of content can have so much life if you're Mm. just conscious with it. And I think a lot of the people in the industry have gotten used to over over doing it on the creation, Mm. just like constantly having to like tear their souls open and like you know, have this whole bleeding heart thing happening, which is fine, mm-hmm. but that's exhausting after yeah. a while, yeah. especially if you don't feel like your content's really working for you. So the best thing to do with that content, the really powerful stuff is to turn it into a couple of other pieces of content for other platforms. And that continues to build you up everywhere across the board. Um, and I think it's just really helpful. But then I actually thought of a third thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is going to be probably different than anybody that's on here that's said, but guys gotta check out tiktok i'm just gonna say that i'm gonna drop it here i'm gonna drop it here i've been talking about it non-stop for the last few it. months on my page I, I have had several people who have taken my little training on it 97 bucks super train and they're getting fifty thousand views on their videos wow. you know and so where do you get views like that not facebook that's for sure so don't sleep on tiktok that's it. <laughs> wake up people wake up yeah straight up yeah <laughs> i love it i love it Annette. this is gold 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 um let's talk about copywriting we mentioned a little bit mm-hmm. earlier um yeah. where do you feel people are messing up with their copywriting communicating um the value of what what's in their offer because it can be difficult to know mm-hmm. what to put what not to put like over talking right. not talking enough what what's your, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that yeah yeah so the first part of this is really being intimately aware of like the value. And Mm -hmm. this is challenging for people, especially intuitives, because it's easy. (laughs) It's easy for you to be how you are. It's easy for you to hold space. You don't really have to effort into it. And so when things are easy, we don't really like shine a light on them as much. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll say things like I just blah, 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 blah. And we kind of dim, you know, like shut it down or dim it when the things that are easiest for you are exactly why people should hire you. Like I would probably never hire a marketing coach, even if I had all the money in the world, because I don't need help with that. But would I hire, you know, like a breathwork person? Absolutely. Like I would totally do that. But again, it's just so complimentary to where someone's at. And so remembering that even if it's not a big deal to you, it can absolutely be a big deal to people. Mm. Um, And so kind of having fresh eyes when looking at the work that you do. Well, go read some testimonials, go do video testimonials if you can do that, because then you start to see what parts of your work were actually most transformative for your clients. Because you may think, oh, for me, I thought for years, oh, the strategy is so dope. Like people really love this strategy. I like killed the strategy. But every single one of my clients is like, you give me permission to be myself in my business. And I love that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't realize that was the value. But 
the marketing strategy I could do with my eyes shut in two seconds. Like it's just so natural for me, especially as I'm becoming more like familiarized with all the different parts of digital marketing. Not difficult. I just, I see it. It It takes me a couple of seconds to figure it out. But the practice of, you know, being yourself fully in your business, that's, that's way harder for people to embody. Right. So it takes, that's more of our time, yeah. you know, together. So if you're, if I were writing for me, I would talk about that part way more. And I would briefly mention the strategy because that's mm. what people think they want from me. Mm. But I will say I've been writing about personal development, my own growth journey, my own healing. And I have created multiple hundred thousand dollars in my business, rarely talking about marketing. So that's important because people feel like they have to beat the same subject over and over and over. But really, the best thing that you could do for your copywriting, straight up, sit down, you got your soulmate client in your mind. What do they need to hear today? And then say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's super, super simple. Yep. Right. You know, and if at the very minimum, it'll be a word of encouragement. Right. Yep. But at the maximum, it could be exactly what someone needed to hear in order to make that final click and say, Hey, all right, I'm ready to hire you. And so that's, especially if you do that consistently. So, you know, because you never know what's going to be the one that finally tips them over. So continuing to show up in this capacity where you're of service, Mm -hmm. but it's also, it's also satisfying to express yourself that way. It's never at the cost of you. That's like my big thing. I don't want people to say, Oh, what do they want to hear? And then completely like, forget to express themselves Mm -hmm. it's it's a balance or harmony of the two i love i love what you said um about it could be the one that finally tips them over because i think Mm -hmm. there could also be a lot of um resignation energy in social media for a lot of people who've been doing it and like haven't experienced Mm -hmm. results like i know that it can be frustrating especially when people are beginning or they just they haven't they don't have that proven track record and momentum and feeling around it or even there could be different seasons right some some people might just be like super hot and like track 10 new clients Mm -hmm. in a month and it's like fuck yeah you know and then yeah like mm-hmm. in three months from now it's like well what happened <laughs> what, right where, where did i go wrong what did, what am i missing now and, and it's like right. they can get in their own way but i think that remembering that um this post this one post could be the one thing that this that someone in my audience needed to yeah. sign up to convert to reach out to me to, right. to even like that's the self self um enlightened self interest perspective and then there's also mm-hmm. the the contribution perspective of like mm-hmm. this one post could be the thing that truly transforms someone's life it truly like makes their day yes. it truly like derails them from spiraling down and gets right. them their power back so that they can truly be happy and continue on their journey of becoming their greatest possible self or whatever it is Right. And you're so on the money with that. I talk about this all the time because even if your content doesn't convert right now, if someone makes an association with your mm-hmm. content in a pivotal moment of their life, that's not going to go away. Right. Yeah. Like if they learn that they can be their greatest possible self from you, right. Then when they're ready to fully engage that in not like an investment capacity, who are they going to call? Yeah. Obviously you. Yeah. Right. And so long game like it's just long game and i think a lot of times with people on social media they really they see the numbers they see this you know 100k in 90 days blah 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 and like obviously that's all possible and more yes however the motivation behind all of this should be vision Mm -hmm. it should be much much bigger than the next 90 days Mm -hmm. and so i think that people can really connect with that 
level of conviction to your, to your vision. And so when you continue to show up with your content and people can tell that you're not like desperate, angsty or whatever, that's going to really help. And the best way to do that is to, to anchor into your vision and say, okay, what am I creating here? And that's another part of like clarity that I think people, I think it unfolds over time because if they're not even sure that they can pick their soulmate clients, Mm -hmm. you know, truly pick them, then going into like picking their vision, they have like a little baby vision compared to the actual vision for their life. They just have to create the space for it in their mind. So, um, yeah, yeah. In terms of like, with, with media and marketing, they always say you need eight exposures, right? Eight exposures. It's like a magical number, right? But if you were thinking about what I just said a few minutes ago, that one post can turn into eight posts, right? And so you don't have to create, 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 create. You can start to circulate. And I really wish people would have more Mm. systems around their content. Like if you write a baller post, go save that in a Google doc. Like you never know when you can pull that out of the thing. You know, you can put it into an email. You can put it into a blog post. You can turn it into a video later. Like you don't have to know exactly what you're doing with it, but please don't just write your posts into Facebook and then forget about them because there's like some real pearls in there. So, you know, another PSA, put that away somewhere. So then you can turn it into some other post some other day. And even if it just inspires some more content later on, that's fine. But mm. Mm. don't waste your content. I love it. I love it, Nanette. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to just re reinforce for the people out there who are listening mm-hmm. your vision and where you're going and what you're creating yeah. so that they could see themselves either being a part of it, supporting you, or even jumping on board, being one of your clients. And we'll talk about for how sure. they can do that. But just tell us a little bit more about like where you're going and what you're excited about. Yes. Thank you. So I'm very, very passionate about storytelling and um, using that as a medium for marketing, specifically in the transformation and coaching industry. And so I am, I own an agency where I offer coaching, consulting and done for you services where we will be essentially a media company at some point. Like we're in the process of becoming that, but I want to bring commercials into the coaching space and not just like cheesy commercials, but remember earlier when we were talking about behaviors? Yes. Right. So we would create scenes and, and like depict a lot of these things because they're so nuanced. And a lot of times we try to flatten it into writing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that does it a disservice. Sometimes I think it's a lot more potent to see someone who you can energetically recognize where they're at. It's familiar. And then you notice them go through a particular shift or a particular moment, right? The hero's journey, the story arc. Right. So I want to be doing that with, with all content that comes out of my company um which is called sold out media so that is like the big 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 vision for that where we're creating marketing that's beautiful that's impactful that's profitable yep right but it's also an expression of of an idea rather than just like I'm going to type these words and they're going to give me money it's very much like a creation and a creative aspect you know to all of this and so there's that, but I, right now I am doing that with just one-on-one clients because mm-hmm. it's so big, right? We have to, I have to know your business intimately. I have to know where you're going and all of that. And so one-on-one clients work with me for a six month basis, mm-hmm. uh, where we do all of this stuff. Right. And I have worked with people who are new, like just, they have an idea and they go, um, and I've worked with people who have already been making, you know, six figures in their business and continue to, but I really like, I like to create a very custom, you know, expectation for everybody involved, but ultimately your content and your marketing will be more impactful 
it'll be more you mm-hmm. and it'll be like sustainable because of that. You know, as you continue to develop and grow, you'll have the tools to up level your content and your marketing kind of in tandem, right? Because I think we, a lot of us, that's where the sold out name actually came from was mm-hmm. I use business to grow like yeah. as a person, as yep. a being, yep. right? Like I continue to put myself in scary situations yeah. and like, you know, like even doing this, this is a big like whoo moment for me. Right. And I use it to kind of continue to create new frontiers for myself. Yeah. And so I use it to grow. And yeah. this is what I really like. I believe that business does for intuitives. I believe that people who commit their, their lives and their careers to helping other people yeah. are going to be are going to have all these opportunities to grow but a lot of times they grow and then their marketing doesn't grow with them and they mm. don't really know where to be and so that's that's what's really fun for me like helping all of it kind of be congruent um but also giving you the tools to level it up so yeah if people do want to work with me though it'd be coaching consulting or done for you services so we i'll you know we'll create the strategy together i call it co-creating we're like it's very woo, you know, we get into the zone and then we will implement it for you. So yep. create landing pages, sales pages, copywriting, all that. Beautiful. It's all handled. I love it. I love it, Nanette. So there's a lot of different ways people can get involved with you. I yeah. know you were talking about your uh, soulmate client um, worksheet or, or uh, yeah, it's that, a, that, it's a that you have. Workbook, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell, us, tell us a little bit more about that and how people can get in contact with you, Nanette. Yeah, for sure. So my, I have a free workbook on just like, understanding the concept of soulmate client and it asks you some questions just to get the ball rolling in your mind because I want to set a very clear expectation really quick you don't just like decide your soulmate client in a split second and then go on your merry way there is kind of a shedding that has to happen if you've been attracting not your soulmate client for a while you're going to have to redirect your content redirect your strategy but I do want to start with that clarity and so in the book I have just some questions about, you know, what energizes you? Where do you want to meet your people? What kind of um, ways do you like to create your marketing so that you kind of start to acclimate yourself with this whole idea? Because it is very radically different from how other people are teaching marketing. So I don't want to, you know, overwhelm you at the beginning. But that's just available for like as a free download. I think I have it linked around here somewhere. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a little workbook, and I, I've gotten some amazing feedback from it. People really love this workbook. I've been updating it every couple of months since 2016, wow. and it's still my highest performing opt-in of all time. Damn. So people really love it, um, and it's it's a really good way to get your feet wet with this concept and you know feel it out for yourself. I love it. I love it. So Mm -hmm. I will put the link for that in the comments on Facebook Mm -hmm. Live. It'll also be on the um, show notes for the podcast Mm -hmm. and blog posts, all that great stuff. And then to Mm -hmm. contact you, is there any specific way you love for people to contact you, Nanette? Yes. Right now I'm really focused on Instagram. Okay. So um, just Nanette Minley is my username. No hyphens, dots or anything like that. And uh, I'm on there primarily using stories right now, but I love chatting with people. So if you see this and you want to just connect and we don't have to go anywhere with it, but I would love to connect with people who resonate with you, Chris, because it's a vibe. So 
I, yeah, Instagram is probably the best way. I'm, my Facebook inbox is just out of control. I just don't even go there anymore. I you got to talk to me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it a blessing though? It's like such a blessing. Yeah. There's so much, so much engagement, so much activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is awesome. Especially because my birthday, you know, everyone's yes. like messaging me and I'm like, oh man, I don't want to miss anything important. So actually I did a live yesterday. I was like, email me, please. Like if it's important, please email me. Yeah. I love it. But I, I, love I am it. super blessed. I love, I love the people I've connected with as a result of this journey. Um, you know, I've talked about Max, you know, you talked about Maximilian, but yep. you know, we've been masterminding for a long time, just like one of my closest friends at this point. And he told me about you a long time ago. He's like, oh, God, check this guy out. So I started watching and I watched his segment. I watched some more. Um, and so I'm just really happy to be here and like, so grateful for this opportunity that just kind of popped up, which is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nanette. So again, they can spell your name N-A-N-N-E-T-T-E, Minley, M-I-N-L-E-Y. And that's Instagram. You can go to NanetteMinley.com. Go check out that freebie. It's in the comments on Facebook as well. And Nanette, thank you so much for, for being here, for shining a light and, and just being you. You are amazing. Thank happy you. Happy birthday as well. Everyone yes, go wish Nanette a happy birthday. And, yes. Uh, I finally 30. I'm a grown up now. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank good. you. All right. Have a great day. Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.